Everyone's favorite time of year is right around the corner. College football season. To celebrate DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting new players in the center of action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. Take advantage of this limited-time offer now. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code TBPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Man, someone finally paid Dennis Schroeder. LaMelo Ball becomes a role model every parent fears. And Draymond Green and KD have a heart-to-heart. I'm Rosa Panta. This is the Clinic All-NBA Podcast. I've got the two hooligans with me again. JJ, how you living, my friend? My name is... Yo, congratulations to the NBA champions, the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> champions of Summer League. Sack down. Don't trip. I know you were about to have a heart attack for the first time ever. <laughs> the Kings won a championship. Don't worry. We're not in Bizarro World. <laughs> Where are the cowbells at? Where are the cowbells at? <laughs> John, how you living, my friend? My name is... I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I hope there's a Scotty Pippen segment in here somewhere. What? Man, maybe there is, maybe there's not, but I know that we're going to start with something a little crazy. Who would have thought that Draymond Green and Kevin Durant would have had a sit-down after what they had experienced in Golden State? And RJ, let's play this video. How much did our argument against the Clippers drive you to ultimately lead the Warriors? It wasn't the argument. It was the, the way that everybody, Steve Kerr, act like it didn't happen. Bob Myers and tried to just discipline you and think that that would put the mask over everything. I don't think we did that. We tried to dance around it. I just didn't like how all of that, just the vibe between all of that, it just made shit weird to me. And I'd rather us be who we say we are. You slept on it, you ready to apologize. And I told them right then and there, I said, y'all about to this up. I said, the only person that can make this right is me and Kay. And there's nothing that y'all can do and y'all are going to this up. And in my opinion, they it up. I think so too. There is so much to unpack from this. I would have never expected this interview to even happen, and it did, and we've got some gems here. I'm going to start with JJ. JJ, what did you think of Kevin Durant's response and, and Draymond's response to the situation that happened in Golden State? Baby, baby. This is a classic example of keeping it real goes wrong. Ooh. Like, what are they trying to prove, and what is Draymond trying to like say towards the public like this was under the bridge you're biting the hand that feeds you with Bob Myers and Steve Kerr Steve Kerr labeled you the heart and soul of the Warriors yes sir he puts up with your yeah. 
BS when you've cost them and you know I love Draymond straight up like one of my favorite players but you cost the 2016 Warriors a championship by flash kicking LeBron's gonads <laughs> right and, right and like that's facts what what it comes down to I mean there's a lot to say but what it comes down to when I when I watch this is where's the personal responsibility true where where is it hey man I messed up where's Katie I messed up they both messed up but you're gonna blame the people that are to be quite frank they supported you yes sir they helped you win a championship they got you paid I don't know it just rubbed me the wrong way I expect more from our leader in Draymond I expect more from KD like take responsibility like be an adult about it yeah I, I 100% agree. John, what did you think? You're right. There is a lot to unpack. And I'm maybe I'm the only one, but I know that they were cordial during the interview. But when it, every time I watch it, I just think that Katie really wants to reach across the room and punch Draymond in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm vice sure. versa. And vice versa. Bro. No. Yeah. JJ nailed a lot of great points. It's it was a weird, it was strange to see, and I don't know what it accomplishes to be honest. Because well, one thing is Draymond is still a Golden State Warrior, right? Yep. So yep. for him to do this interview and kind of throw management under the bus, either they have this type of relationship where they expect it from Draymond, it's not a big deal, and maybe that is their relationship, and it's just not going to be a big deal. But also there is the other side where it's really awkward to throw your boss under the bus yeah. and you're still employed by these right. people, which is really strange in my eyes. And so it'll be interesting to see what will come from this interview in the following season. <laughs> KD, obviously there's nothing, yeah. there's no dirt off, you know, it's, it's not a big deal for him because he's no longer a warrior, he's a, he's a net. And one thing that JJ brought up was, is, is, um, you know, what are they going to, what does it accomplish really? And I said that earlier, but I, I just don't know. I don't, I don't know what the purpose of this interview was, especially at this time. So again, we'll see what happens this season. Yeah. I mean, if you've been living under a rock for, you know, the past couple seasons, basically what Draymond was alluding to was, what happened against the Clippers and there was a play where I think it was like before the before the the halftime buzzer happened where Draymond dribbled the ball up when KD was like clapping clapping for the ball and Draymond just went straight to the cup I think he ended up missing the shot and KD he was turned, upset he turned the ball or, over he turned it over okay yeah he he turned he, it over mm-hmm KD was upset and Draymond was upset and they had what was described as one of the one of the biggest fights or arguments this franchise has ever seen. I think a lot of people were outside of the locker room. A lot of things were said. People point to this moment like like Draymond really pushed KD away. The thing that rubs me wrong in this whole thing is that I feel like KD was gone anyway. He, Even if this argument didn't happen, 
And that's that's why Draymond was upset. It's because KD was acting like he was gone anyway. He wasn't part of the team. Yes, sir. And now he's pointing the fingers and saying, oh yeah, like Steve Kerr, Bob Myers, they didn't handle it correctly. You didn't handle it correctly while you were there. That's why this whole thing happened. So I don't get it. I don't get why Draymond's trying to take his side too. Maybe he got all buddy buddy with him in in like during the Olympics. Like, I don't really get this interaction because obviously they're good. If they're having an interview with each other, they're good, right? If they're celebrating on a Olympic bus and Draymond's pointing the phone right ham right at him, they're good. This makes me scared that there is a KD and Draymond reunion sometime in the future and Draymond doesn't care he doesn't care what he says they're both is that, sensitive is that That's going too comes... far no I I would say that too like it it's not a far-fetched idea that Draymond has been declining in terms of his numbers like that's yeah. a statistical fact and to be quite frank like what we've been saying like Draymond this whole incident wouldn't have happened if you didn't call KD a little business of which is corporated. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I've, I've, I explained it to my dudes here, like brothers fight. Like my brother yeah. has called me worst and I love my brother. That's my best friend. But like John and Jin told me over and over, KD's just on another level s sensitive. Sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's just crazy to see them pointing fingers at Steve Kerr and Bob Myers because I know that Bob Myers also messed up another time. And it's just like I don't know, it was a little cringy for Warrior fans at least, right? To see Draymond talk like that about management. Anyway, it's just super duper interesting. Um if you're out there and haven't seen the interview, you just heard like a clip of it. KD talks about some other stuff, talking talks about what this like plans for the future, his team currently. I mean, we'll just see what happens with that whole relationship between Draymond and management, but it seems a little iffy, right? Or is that reading way too much into it? Dude, does Steve Kerr like just expect him to say whatever he wants? It's just iffy. To me it's if it's yeah, it's questionable just because what does Draymond expect, right? If you're if you're an employer and your employees are arguing and fighting, what you're going to get involved in any industry or any business. That's your job is to make sure that your employees are getting along and they're not fighting. Yes, they're adults, but for Draymond to say, no, don't get involved, it's I think it's a little out of touch and really unreasonable if you really think about it, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Do you guys think... I think it was Bob Myers telling Draymond to apologize. Do you think? Do you guys think that was the right move by Bob Myers? Let's start there. Let's talk about that. Well, in you a guys, business I, setting, you can't call... Like what I said, in a business setting, in, in front of millions on national television, you can't call one of the star players who's already sensitive a little business of which is corporated <laughs> you just can't do that but what if he is acting like a little business what well, a little butterfly <laughs> <laughs> you ain't wrong 
Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Bob Myers honestly did the right thing, going straight to Draymond and basically telling him to handle it, but but sort of telling him like, hey, like you were kind of in the wrong. I think that was the right move. Um, it just seems a little weird how that interview played out. Anyway, we're gonna move on to the next topic. We had some contracts land. Luka Doncic. Yes, I, I mean, yes, yeah, we had some contracts land. Land, and I want you guys to tell me which of these contracts kind of jumps out at you and like catches your attention. Luka gets paid five years for 207. Joel Embiid five years for 196 million. KD four years for 198 million. Kawhi four years for 176 million. And Dennis Schroeder one year, 8.9 million. What do you guys think of these contracts, John? I mean, you didn't really leave it up to our imagination or to our own line of thinking, just because there's only one contract on here that is not like the others <laughs> at all. Me. That was leading. That was leading. A that was bit. yeah. You were definitely leading a little bit, but that's okay. I, I'm I'm gonna take the bait, hook, line, and sinker. Definitely Dennis Schroeder, uh, one year, five point nine million, and only because he turned down a four-year 80 million dollar contract with the Lakers and it turned out to be probably one of the worst decisions not only of his career but probably maybe in any for any NBA player I'm sure there are a few other instances out there that are bad but this is pretty bad and it's like when betting on yourself goes wrong right he yeah he turned it down because he thought he was going to show up in the playoffs and demand higher paying a higher paying contract and he did the complete opposite opposite game six <laughs> deciding game six against the suns the lakers he put up 0 for 7 and was a non-factor in a deciding playoff game Hate it. and i'm not surprised by it one year 5.9 million honestly he's still making millions he made millions over his his career the last four or five years i'm sure so I'm, I don't feel sorry for him, but at the same time, it's just kind of, it's, you know, if you're going to have the confidence and you're going to put up, like if you're going to throw all your chips, go all in, you better have, you better be able to back it up. You better have the cards. You better have the, you know, the, the wherewithal to show that you're worth that amount, that you're going to win. But he didn't do that. And he has one year, 5.9 million with the Celtics. So. We'll see what happens with him, but that that kind of sticks out to me the most out of all these contracts. The other guys, they they're gonna get what they're gonna get. They're gonna get the max, um, regardless of their injury history. Embiid has some injury history. KD obviously, but he was healthy this year. And Kawhi just got just coming off a serious injury. But they're all superstars, so they're gonna get paid that amount regardless, unless they have, you know, something that that just prevents them from getting that amount, which I don't even not even a serious injury does that. So Dennis Schroeder for me. Yeah, JJ, what do you think? Uh, you know, people have been commenting on how Kawhi is getting 20 million less than KD. And they're saying, well, that's that's just a, a sneak disc to Kawhi. But to be honest, it's not because Kawhi's not playing next year. True. So he's not really getting paid 40 million a year. This dude's getting paid 58 million a year. And he's had a history of being injured. Yeah, I agree. That is in bad taste. I mean, if he's going to, you know, play next year, 
which I don't I don't think he's going to right people are speculating that he might not play the entire year like that's kind of crazy I, that he kind of like put his own team in a bind where they weren't able to sign free agents and now that team isn't gonna look that great oh. um is it deja he, vu like John did yeah. this not happen at San Antonio it did happen yeah it, it kind of actually kind of reminds me of it actually happened with Kobe too. People were upset with Kobe. The thing, the difference though, is that Kobe was kind of past his prime already, and the Lakers were just—they already knew. I don't think they were going to be that good. The different—the difference here is that Kawhi is still in his prime, and he's also has like a serious injury history. Where Kobe didn't—I don't think Kobe had his Achilles injury yet. So I get your point. Yeah, I—I I, I don't know if this was the best move for the team and. And I don't think Kawhi is, he's always been that very introverted and kind of yeah. always, he's very individual, he's, he's, he's such an individualistic person that I think he's, it's hard for him to kind of look at the bigger picture, look at the team, and he's not really a leader. And so it, it kind of doesn't surprise me, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think the contract that jumps out to me the most out of all these here is probably KD. KD four years, 198 million. I mean, he really he really earned it. And the big thing though is that he committed to four years. Yes, sir. I think <laughs> Kevin Durant, you know, with the Warriors, it was like two years. Extended one year, extended one like he never committed that long. And never. now KD's like Hey, like I'm in Brooklyn now. I'm a net. He's essentially saying this is my team because he's. I want to say he's the first like big signing like for a long period of time, um, out of that group. Like people are talking about who knows what Kyrie's gonna do, who knows what James Harden's going to do, how they're going to spin those. So KD being that one in Brooklyn to say I'm here for the next four years, I think that's huge. Next up, we're gonna talk about Lamelo. He said some stuff on GQ that I can't even believe he said this. <laughs> he I said, quote, I'm going to try to read this. this. This is really bad grammar. We not tripping <laughs> off school. We not dumb. What? We know how to learn. We don't need school. And school not even teaching you S what the F is school. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yeah. I just had wow. to pause for a little moment. Yeah, I'm going to leave I, this I mean, open to the floor. What do you guys think of this quote? My my first thought is if somebody needs school, it's LaMelo Ball because this level of grammar, my five-year-old niece has better grammar than he does. And he's, what, 20, 20 years old? <laughs> I, I mean, in all seriousness, I, I kind of get what he's saying, but he's also coming from a place of privilege, right? He's a, yep. an NBA player. He's making millions of dollars. He already has all these sponsorships. So it's easy yep. for someone in his position to say that. But there are a lot of kids who are his age that don't have the privilege of playing a professional sport and making millions of dollars. They 
half they're not you know they're in middle class and lower class and they're struggling their parents are struggling to make ends meet and they're trying to get an education so that they can better their lives so I think it's definitely very ignorant and naive to say something like this because it he's clearly only thinking about himself and he's only thinking about his colleagues the other NBA players and, and the, this his fraternity of, of friends that he has but he's not thinking about the general public the majority right less than one percent right. of people make the NBA so for me it's it's a lot it's very short-sighted and he's still a young kid but based on kind of his family and his father's demeanor and the things that he said in previous interviews and how outlandish they may be it doesn't really surprise me and you know what they say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree and i'm not saying that lamello is lavar but <laughs> it's it's kind of you know again the apple doesn't fall far from the tree and i think that's it, it shows here right jj i mean we're not dumb we know how to learn is that not self-explanatory about why you should go to school i mean oh my wow we're not, okay. I, i'm like speechless like come yeah. on like ever since he was in high school like the bbb brand blew up the best quality shoes on planet earth yeah, I'm still waiting for mine. Yeah, yeah and <laughs> they, he, his family was able to sign a, a show series through Facebook and got paid millions. So John hit the nail on the head, which is it's a, it comes from a place from from privilege. True. You know, and usually I, I wouldn't trip, trip off like these kind of comments from athletes. But, you know, from the pandemic, what I learned that people are stupid and they'll listen to anybody and that's my takeaway. <laughs> JJ, I think that's... you nailed it on the head, man. Like, people are impressionable. Children are impressionable. You are an athlete. Not only are you an athlete, you are the rookie MVP, dude. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? People are looking at you. The way you play basketball, I hate to say this, it's pretty dope. The highlights that I see, they're pretty dope. Like, did you guys see, like, that full court pass? He did underhand. It was like a bowling ball. He's got one of those highlights. It looks dope. And then you then you hop on the mic and say something like that. Like, what is what are the children of of Charlotte thinking right now? Like, oh, like we really don't gotta go to school? Come on. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. So the the one the one thing if I'll play devil's advocate for yeah. one second, and it's not a knock on I mean it is a slight knock, but I think that he, when he said, and school's not even teaching you as blank, use your imagination. I don't think he's, I think there's some truth to that. I think that the education does need some reform. And I don't want to get into the topic, but I feel like there is a lot of, it, our education system needs to improve. And I know, JJ, you're a teacher. You probably have way better insight than I do, but. I think there, and I'm not saying that you're in this field, but I think there's a lot of things that, that we teach in school that aren't necessary. And yeah. reform is probably one of the things I think our country needs to focus on. John, I'm with you. I don't think LaMelo said it as eloquently as you just did. But if he <laughs> did, 
I don't think I would have a problem with what he said if he said it like you. I think that's part of it. That's got to be part of it, right? Come right, on. right, right. Yeah, we yeah. not tripping off school? Please. No, yeah. He, 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 said, he said it in the worst possible way. <laughs> I'm going to go to our last segment. It's going to be dub or dud. You guys have to decide whether or not what I'm telling you is or what I'm showing to you is a dub or a dud. We're going to first look at Kyrie's new eights. RJ, if you could bring that up on the screen here. Kyrie infamously hedged this. He was saying that he did not approve of this shoe before it was released or before it was mass produced. You guys have a look at this shoe right now. Is this a dub or a dud? I'm going to go with JJ. Uh, that's not particularly my style. But I could see why kids would buy it. So I'm going to go with a dud. <laughs> John, what are you going with? Since JJ didn't want to say it like he really wanted to say it, I'll do the dirty work for him. Uh-huh. If I could give that more than one dud, I would give it like five duds. Those are <laughs> awful. Those Yo. are terrible. Those are terrible looking shoes. And look, Nike, I'm sorry, man. I love you. You guys have great shoes, but what is that, man? Come on, 2021. Get a get a new designer. Please. Get get in. Please. What is that? That's, that's That's awful. Like Kyrie said some crazy things. But that's the one logical thing he said in the past five years. They're terrible. I'm going to quote Dave Chappelle on this one. I wish I had more hands so I could give that four thumbs down. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Those shoes are awful. My next topic here is Kendall Jenner is on a lake trip. RJ, show the photo here. She is on a boat. Rockin' D-Book's Olympic gold medal. John, do you give this a dub or a dud? Definitely a dud. He... It was definitely Kendall's idea. And Booker (laughs) probably said, no, we can't do that. And Kendall kept pestering him and pestering him until he gave in and then took this awful, awful picture of her holding, or sorry, wearing... Devin Booker's gold medal, which she had zero involvement in. So, for me, it's a dud. <laughs> JJ, double dud. I'll go opposite, just for argument's sake, and I'm going to name drop a Jay-Z quote. Got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm with JJ on this one. I mean, that's a major flex. All like right, I'm you? changing mine. I'm changing mine to dub. <laughs> but I could also say that it's a simp-ass move to have your girl wear your your chain. Like, and she probably asked know. him like two hours straight, like, take that picture right, babe. Take that picture right, babe. <laughs> you didn't get the right light. I could just imagine that. It's true. It's true. For our next topic, what I have is uh, the NBA 2K22 three-point and dunk ratings are out and i want to know if you guys think these ratings are a dub or a dud what i have for the top three pointers is steph curry with a 99 clay thompson with a 95 joe harris with a 90 seth curry with a 90 and duncan robinson with a 90 we'll start with the three-point contest or the three-point 
ratings first. John, do you think they got it accurately? Who are we missing? Who are we missing? Wow. Ben, LeBron ben Simmons. Be a 99. Ben Simmons <laughs> should be a Ben Simmons should be a dud. They should be a is there a, do they have negative ratings in NBA 2K? Maybe a negative 4. No, who are we missing? I don't I don't on top of my head I can't think of anybody. It seems like those ratings are are pretty spot on. Steph Curry, I mean, Steph should get 100 obviously, but 99 is the, the cap holla, holla. Seth is what a 90 yeah yeah I don't the know Curry brothers on the, man that's crazy on the, top of, on the top of my head I don't know if there's anybody else that I can think of that's that's up there how so about for Dame? You, it's a that's what I was thinking Dame is, is what is Dame Lillard not really over a 90 excuse me I don't know Do maybe the they actual, saw his Olympic have... performance and it's like this dude was like <laughs> the sixth best player in the Olympics bruh yeah. Maybe, man. I don't know what happened. How did they leave him off this list? That's absolutely surprising who's, to me. Who's giving out these ratings? Paul George? <laughs> Paul I mean, George that's the only Dame reason why I call this a dud, dude. Is because I feel like they're at least missing Dame Lillard on this list. What about for Dunk? We got Zion Williamson's first, Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, Derek Jones Jr., and Ja Morant, respectively. Yeah. Do you guys think we missed someone on here? Blake John, Griffin. John's 2000, gonna... two, Blake Griffin <laughs> in 2012. I thought John was going to say Alex Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso. Dude. Hey. Oh, thank you. Thank you for reminding me. The Caruso. <laughs> he should at least be on here with like an 80. Come on. Yeah. Who are we missing? No, I think those are. That's a list. I think we talked about it earlier or just off. Off. Uh off cam i think those are the guys that i would want in a dunk contest oh what about westbrook westbrook yeah i feel like westbrook should be on there and he's he's older now but he's still he can still get up jj do you think we're missing anyone i mean you name dropped this name earlier in the year the mantid tail guy that wasn't the dunk contest baby baby oh yeah Simmons. And, and Simons. Anthony Simons. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Anthony Simons. Simons. The the current dunk champion. Holla, holla. The Blazer legend. That was a whack-ass <laughs> dunk, though. I'm sorry, Blazer fans. Yeah, I... Man, I'm not with that dunk. Sorry. I mean, like, the dude got bounce. I'm gonna just say, he, he's got bounce, but I, I never saw it in-game. I only saw him jack up threes at un, unopportune times. Um, Anyway... <laughs> Ooh, RJ, the producer. 84? Just told us Dame Lillard got an 84 rating. What? For NBA 2K22. Do you guys think that's accurate? No, absolutely not. And and I but I I'm nope. trying to understand why they would do that. And I think this is the reason. It's because if you look at all of the guys that are on that list that are 90 and up, they are known for sh shooting they're known for being shooters. Yeah. Damian Lillard is just more than that. And so I think that's where their reasoning or their logic comes in. It's completely wrong. I don't agree with it at all. But I think that's what it is. They're kind of looking at guys that are known for that. Even though Steph Curry does more than that. And they're not going to give him anything lower than a 99. But yeah, I don't. 
know why Dane would get anything under a 90. He should be 90 at least. True. So that's yeah. that's absurd. I think it's absurd too. I think he should be at least above 85. Like you really going to snub him at 84? <laughs> like come on, what are we doing 2K? What are we doing? Excuse anyway, me. we're going to go to the next topic. Goran Dragic told a TV station that he has higher ambitions than playing for the Toronto Raptors, which he is currently employed by. Hold up. Is this a dub or a dud, JJ? This is a dud. Like, what are all these players, like, talking smack to their owner and coaches? Like, can I, can we do that as, at our, as employees? What? Like, threaten them to laugh at their face <laughs> and cuss them out, like what Draymond said. I mean, or say like, I mean, oh, I, I'll, I'll leave my job for something higher than this because I have more ambition. Yes, yeah, Drogic is talking about the Raptors like it's Starbucks or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got, I got higher ambitions. I mean, I mean, JJ, we technically could do that, but we wouldn't be employed anymore. That would be the, that's the difference. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Absolutely true. I think we're all on this, right? This is this is a dud, an absolute dud. I wonder around. if uh, I wonder if Drogic and Drake. Is he is Drake's not his favorite rapper then for sure, huh? <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably not. Definitely not. James Harden. This is probably the biggest one, guys. James Harden said that the Nets at full strength, nobody can beat us. John, is this a dub or a dud? You lose. I wish we could play the. Have you guys seen the? post-game conference with Russell Westbrook where the guy, the reporter, asks him and says, do you think the Jazz won this game or did you guys lose this game? And his response was, what? What? And he bounced. Yeah. That is my reaction to this. And I say that because I'm a Laker fan, but mostly, I don't know. I think it's a dud. And I, I'll say it's a dud because... Even if it is true and it's debatable, why would you give other teams ammunition and bulletin board material to come at you in the yes, following sir. season? They're, you're already a target because you're a super team, as are the Lakers moving into the 2021-2022 season. And there's you're just going to give guys more motivation. I, I get it. James Harden is a confident dude. He holds the ball and dribbles for 22 seconds of 24 at a 24 shot clock <laughs> and he is you know he's just that guy but there's a difference there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance and i think he's definitely you know close to stretching between the two yeah jj james harden should think like this but maybe he shouldn't say it out loud and let me just say that he's been overly confident throughout his NBA career. Yeah. And what has it got him? Has he made yeah. it to the finals? Has he choked multiple times? Because from yeah. my memory, and my memory serves me correctly, he's choked multiple times. And it, those losses with the Rockets, those were on him. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, I mean, like John said, that's... Not only like bulletin like material, but you gotta back it up, man. Like you, you were, you were talking smack, saying that oh we could 
beat the Warriors yes, sir. without you needed KD, but when KD didn't play, they smacked you. <laughs> yeah. Like straight up. There was a closeout game. Yep. Yeah. One game that you had the highest turnovers, I want to say like 10 turnovers, 12 turnovers. While we're yeah. on the topic of the Nets, do you guys, how amazing would a Nets and Lakers finals be? Not just because Ooh. of the talent itself, but because of all the storylines behind it. You have Westbrook and Durant and Harden, former teammates. You have Harden, or I'm sorry, Westbrook and Durant with their beef. You have Kyrie and LeBron, former teammates. Ooh. I mean, I, I just think the storylines are just so incredible. And that is something that I would love to see for a finals matchup. Yeah, me too. I mean, that's that's if the Lakers could get past the Warriors. <laughs> that's actually all we have for tonight's episode. I want to thank JJ for being on. JJ, thank you, man. Thank you, fans. Don't be like Draymond and threaten your boss. Don't cuss them out. Absolutely. Don't laugh at their face. John, thank you for being on. Hey, thank you, everybody. I'm sorry we didn't get a Scotty Pippen segment. Maybe next episode. <laughs> a shout out to the video producer, RJ. I'm Rosa Panza. We are The Clinic, all NBA podcasts. Come find us wherever you get your podcasts.